was the biggest story from the month of May. What do you think it was? We're looking back at 2020, one month at a time. And today, let's talk about May. Uh, I'm not going to start with COVID-19 today because I'm all, <laughs> if I do, uh, I don't think we're going to talk about anything else. So instead, we're going to talk about Adeshino. Femi Adeshino came under fire from a lot of you in May. He's, of course, the president's media aide. He appeared on the Morning Cross Fire, if you remember, with Sheriff Quadri. And he had a conversation with you, Lagos. And that conversation went like this. Good morning, uh, Mr. Adeshino. Thank you. My question to you is this. You, from your, you said people don't have to order the president around to do this and that. Don't you think, sir, on a moral ground that the president is supposed to have a media chat where you're able to answer questions, especially on this present crisis on ground, instead of giving us a pre-recorded broadcast once in a while? Thank you, sir. Thank you, Laripo. Mr. Adichino. Thank you. Uh, it's, a, it's, a matter, it's a matter of opinion and a matter of style. If the president chooses to adopt the broadcast style, that is his style. If you recall school days, depending on what you studied, in the stylistics class, you are told that style is idiosyncratic. What does that mean? It differs from person to person. That is the style of this president. Another president could come and he will adopt a different style. So the style that this president has adopted, let's accept it and let it suffice for us. There was a time they say he was not speaking. And then within a month, he made three broadcasts. What else do people want, really? I want to ask Mr. Semi Adeshinon, and if he doesn't have the answer, I want him to encourage the president to come out and speak. Ibikule, just ask your question. Yes, when is the president coming out to address us, as in to have a media chat with the press, so that from there he can speak to us? Okay, Ibikule, thank you for calling me. Mr. Adeshinon. Thank you. Um, I just want to encourage Mr. Ibikule not to continue to sound like a broken record. Um, when this COVID thing began, president should talk to us, president should talk to us, president should talk to us. He has had three national broadcasts within five months. What else do they want? What else do they want? Some people think because either you elected a president or you didn't elect him, you must lead your president by the nose. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. The fact that you have elected a man does not mean then you begin to order him around. The president will do whatever is good for the country at any given time. Mr. Adeshino, isn't the president elected by the people? Isn't he responsible to the people? He is quite responsible to the people, but the people don't have to lead him around by the nose. That's what I'm saying. Mm. So, D. Emmanuel, I'm calling from Ikorodu in Lagos. All right, you've got a question. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, honestly, it is, it is very important that we inform here that a president that was elected by Nigerians eh, can be called to be spoken to Nigerians at any point in time. 
And is this my imagination that each time you are being interviewed, the way you speak to Nigerians, you speak to Nigerians as though Nigerians are just used tissue paper. These things are these things are not are not good at all. Mm. You understand? And well, for you to come here with your level of education the way you to tell see yourself. If you choose to see yourself as used tissue paper, then I can't help you. Okay. That is the way you choose to see yourself. Mm. But Nigerians are dignified. They are people of dignity. But if you see yourself as a used tissue paper, I can't help you. Let's speak with Prince Wires. Hi, Prince Wires. Good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Sheriff. Good morning to you. Yeah. I'm um, sorry. I just want to say something to Mr. Deshinol. Yeah, this is national broadcast and the whole Nigeria is listening to you. I don't see the reason why you should talk to us with all this ego and arrogance. Sincerely, you are speaking with Nigerians, so you have to at least give us some respect. You are answerable to us. Yeah, we elected the president and you are appointed by him. So whatever it is that we are asking or they are talking, well, I mean, talking to you about, you should be able to at least answer us with respect. Texting someone is sounding like breaking record or... Um, someone is uh, they refer to himself as tissue paper and you can't help that you don't have to talk to us like that I don't know I don't know I don't know why this arrogance and everything I don't know Aurelua thank you thank you for calling Mr. Lechino congratulations to Aurelua if that's the way he sees himself he's welcome to it good morning Mr. Mr. Sheriff good morning to you good morning yeah please you the what we are passing through in this nation is better to go straight and say it Please, let me say this, you know, pass our message to the president that things are not working well in this nation. We need him to address the, the problems of this nation. People are suffering. And when we say that you come and tell us something, additional ways, he's telling us that, uh, uh, that uh, he has spoken three times or four times. It doesn't matter. Anytime we want him to talk, let him come and tell us. Whatever that is happening in this nation, we are not feeling comfortable. Please, Mr. Additional, pass our message to the president. Tell him if he cannot do that, let him resign, please. We are not comfortable anymore. Let me respond to the Edward guy that first spoke. 2023 is another year for election. He can run. Who says he can become president? So, when he runs and he becomes president, he can then adopt his own style. Our president has a style, and that is the style he's using. Yeah, Chima from Perth. Okay, Chima, go on ahead. Hey, quickly, um, I want to ask uh, Mr. Adeshina this morning. The style of the president. He's, he's talked about it a couple of times this morning. Now, Nigerians, the enlightened Nigerians, we are not cool with the style of the president. Always talk to us. Talk to us. Engage us via a media chat. We have questions to ask the president directly. This is not, not this is not to play the devil's advocate. I'm talking to uh, about uh, Mr. Adeshino. Pass a message to the president. Nigerians wants to have a chat with you. Your style is good, yes, but it's not cool with Nigerians. Thank you. Thank you, Chima. Mr. Adeshino. Well, um, we, we, we seem to be going around in circles on this matter. And the position is that the president has adopted his own style. And that is what we have for now. Another president can come and adopt another style. He will have a right to it. Mm. All those who are clamoring, talk to us, talk to us, talk to us. He didn't talk earlier. 
the Wakla Mori. He has had three broadcasts, they still acclamoring. He shows the head or tail, you never win with some people. If you talk to them every day, they say you are talking too much. You don't talk enough, they say you are not talking enough. So, head or tail, you never win. Mm, indeed. Ezedum has been on the line for some time. Ezedum, good morning to you. Hello, good morning, Padre. Good morning, I am Ezedum from Surrey. My question goes to Mr. Additional because I'll be listening to this program. Honestly, I am not happy the way he replies to people because we are all citizens of this nation. We voted for Mr. President. And this is not military regime. Whereby when people interview, you attack them. That is not how to do things. I believe this, the government sees him to be a qualified person before they employ him to, to mount that role. The bigger person is first person to the president. So when people ask you a question, even if at all the question is offensive, tell the person noted or work on it. Now you've been, at at been attacking your fellow citizens. If you are doing this, then you are not qualified for that for that role. I am so surprised sometimes. I don't know the criteria that we use to elect people in this country. We are all tired of these so-called leaders. I, I am very, very upset. This thing. my bed, I've been listening to what Mr. Additional, the way he answers people. Da darling thing, you, you, see, you see, you haven't asked ask any questions. Do, do you have a question? Do you have a question? <laughs> no, I, I'm talking to the Mr. Additional. Okay, okay. You, you made your point then. Let's move on very quickly to those who have questions. Hello, good morning to you. Well, I'm sorry, no, sorry. Uh, okay. I also yeah. like to tell darling thing. Go, oh, please hold on, please hold on, please go, go on, Mr. Alright. Okay, okay, go, go on, go on, go on. That conversation from May 2020 triggered a real storm. A lot of you were not thrilled, uh, but Adeshino said there's no pleasing Nigerians. He said he believes the president has spoken to Nigerians enough. And what more do you want? That conversation happened because you continued to ask him again and again why President Buhari doesn't do more media chats. And that was in May. We're now in December. And the question of the president's public speeches and addresses still comes up. So, for example, with the NSAS protests, the president spoke twice and some Nigerians said that that's fine. But other Nigerians said broadcast speeches are not enough. The president should have held press conferences or media chats so that uh, people can ask him questions and uh, he can answer them. Same thing with COVID-19 as well. So that's my first question for you. Do you think the president speaks to Nigerians or not? Seven months later, what do you think about uh, Adeshino's comments during that interview on the morning crossfire? Do you think President Buhari's personal style uh, um, when it comes to um, speaking with the public matter? Should it matter? Should the president's personal style matter when it comes to speaking with the public? Is there a right way or a wrong way? Is there a right amount and an insufficient amount? 0700-993-993-993. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info and we're looking 
looking back at the biggest stories of the year. We're doing it month by month. And today we're looking at the month of May 2020. And one of the biggest things that happened was uh, our interview on the Morning Crossfire with Sheriff Quadri with uh, President Buhari's media aide, Femi Additional. That's what you listened to earlier on before I came on. What are your thoughts on the comments that he made? What are your thoughts on the pers- on the president's personal style? Does it matter? Should it matter when it comes to speaking with the public? Is there a right way? Is there a wrong way? Is there a right amount? Is there an insufficient amount? Do you think the president speaks to Nigerians or not? It's been seven months since that interview happened on the morning crossfire. What do you think of Adeshina's comments? 0700-993-993-993. Hello. Thanks for calling us. Good, mo- good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? Sandra. Uh, my name is Ambrose. Welcome, Ambrose. How are you this evening? Good. Compliment of the season. Same to you. Honestly, I missed that first um, interview with uh, Femi Adesino. Okay. And as I was just listening now, I see a man who is so arrogant, full of himself. A man who ordinarily, if he was not on that seat, he would not reply to put that way. A man who feels that because of um, he does not know what to say, he has to be, you know, very, very harsh and uncivil. That's the way I see his uh, attitude, you know, on that day. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said if they talk, they say they talk too much. If they don't talk, must you? I remember the late MOU during Obasanjo's time. Mm. You know, each time she comes on air, even when Mr. President does anything, she diplomatically, you know, takes people. You see, these people, they behave as if they are despotic leaders. Unfortunately, these are the presidency that we are hearing. These are the presidency. The president does not talk when he's to talk. Nothing is happening. And then several months after, we are still where we are. He said uh, because you elected the president does not mean you have to control him. Excuse me. We elected him and he must do our bidding. All right. Thank you, sir, for calling us. 99.3. Hello. Hello, Sandra. Good morning. Good evening. Thanks for calling. Yeah, my name is Kunle. Kunle, what do you think about uh, the president's style? Do you think uh, he speaks to Nigerians or not? Yeah, I think I have to comment on that um, additional uh, um, uh, program. Okay. The thing is, I see additional as a DJ who is playing for a party. And he says, this particular song I like, so that's what I want to play for them. So they should be seen by force. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't just say this is what you want. You don't say this. This is the president's style. When you were campaigning, have you forgotten that you were campaigning? You came to all these places to campaign, and now you are, you are, you are on the throne. Now it is the style not to talk again. Hmm. That's just my take. Thank all right. You. Thank you very much for calling us. Ninety-nine point three. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? How are Good you? Afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? Thank, thank, thank God for getting through. Femi. Hmm. Femi, welcome. Um, one of the pertinent questions I wanted to ask, that gentleman just asked, I wondered if when they were campaigning, uh, somebody had said to uh, Mr. President and the team, if you become a president, um, would you talk to the people, report to the people about the job every day? Hmm. I wondered if they would have said no, I started, I won't be talking to people. I wondered if they said Number two, um, you know, I'm going to just say, in, in a very, you know, cheeky way, 
that I'd allow additional and his uh, principal because um, things happen, a lot of things happen in this country that, you know, I, I mean, negative in this country is positive. Positive in this country is negative. Everything that is positive everywhere else has to be negative here for it to make sense. You know, um, I don't want to call it arrogancy, but let me tell you, somebody should tell that old presidency that part of his job, part of his prerequisite, part of the, the, the meaning of being president is that you talk to the people. Where you live for free, the food you eat for free, the cars that they change for you for free, your family, get, you know, your family ride on, fly on for free, everything we give you for free. These are the things we demand for, from you to come back to us and say, you must talk to us. It is, you know, it, 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 honestly, I think it's because at some point, this same politicians, king education, the only thing that could have given people sense, the only thing that could have let people know their right and everybody their right and what it is demand of who they put in office, they are savage men to the people. They are not rulers. Thank you for calling us. From a president that some people say they don't hear from enough to another president that we keep hearing from, even from the grave. <laughs> we got another alert in May. Let's talk about the Abacha loot. That's our second story. You've already heard about it here on Nigeria Info. We just got a fresh alert. The U.S. government just returned $300 million to the Nigerian government. That's about 120 billion naira. But there's a catch. Now, pay attention. There's a catch. The U.S. government doesn't trust that the, go that the Nigerian government will not reloot the money. So they made Nigeria sign an agreement. First, our government agreed to use the money for specific projects. Second, our government agreed that if any of the money is diverted or embezzled, Nigeria will refund that money. America will take that money back. Yeah, more about your loot. And of course, we had all these debates in the country, as usual, about whether or not the recovered loot will be properly used or whether the loot will be reluted. But then there was a second debate, a debate about what the Americans were saying about taking the money back. Some of you felt that uh, this was an insult to Nigeria as a sovereign nation. Do you remember? But some of you said, mm -mm, no, it's necessary. Necessary because someone has to protect Nigeria's money from the government. Seven months later, I wonder whether you've changed your mind or if you still feel the way you did in May. In light of everything that's happened in the past seven months, especially with COVID and palliatives and all of that, what do you think about foreign countries placing conditionalities on the Abacha loot before returning it? Yes, you can still talk about uh, the conversation with Femi Adeshino on uh, Nigeria Info back in May. And you can talk about the president's style. You can talk about uh, if there's a wrong way or right way to do these things. You can talk about uh, whether um, whether uh, there's a right amount or an insufficient amount uh, with regards speaking uh, to uh, citizens as a public office holder. 0700-993-993-993. Godson in a papa is on the line now. Hello, Godson. Thank you for calling okay, us. Sandra. Yes, welcome. Yeah, Sandra. Go ahead. Yeah, please, I want to speak uh, on the 
on uh, on uh, former additional issue and Mr. President. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You see, yeah, I just listened to the interview now. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, what I saw in Femi Adesino is a man who is not qualified at all to be appointed or elected in the, in the public office because because he because he will end up he will end up messing everything up. You see, Nigerians demand simple question, simple answer from you as as the as the closest person to the president, and all you end up doing is to frustrate. Any question they ask you, because this is in terms of frustration. Anybody that asks you a question, you try to frustrate that person. Even you even try to 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 frustrate Sharif himself. So it's not good at all. It's not good. It doesn't go away with me. All right, Godson, thanks for calling us. Ninety nine point three. Good evening. Hello. Good evening. Yes. What's your name, sir? And my name is from. Uh, I'm calling from Lake. Two stories so far from May. Which one do you want to talk about? Yes, um, I would like to talk about the May issue. Yes, which of the um, stories? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Actually, from my own side, uh, the man is uh, kind of rude somehow, but um, at the same time, he's trying to defend his own job. So, as I say, um, for Mr. President to adopt such a style, that uh, you have to wait, you have to talk, you have to complain. You have to kill before you come and say, okay, yes, let me talk to my people. Hmm. It's not that way. At least the social media stuff or the press is okay for us. So we can know what we are doing. We can know where we are heading. You can't just keep quiet. We voted for you because we trust you. Now you are there. You are keeping it on us. This is unfair. So I think... Mr. Adesino should apologize to Nigerians for such a messy day that they saw. That's my own side of it. Thank you for calling to share your thoughts. 99.3, hello. Hello, good evening. Good evening. What's your name, sir? My name is Akim. I'm calling from Egbeda. Two stories from May 2020. Which one do you want to talk about? I want to talk about this uh, semi additional issue. Uh huh. Go ahead. Uh, and I want to ask you, we didn't know the implication of the way. And my additional was talking to Nadia. Did you know the did you, did you understand what the way he's talking can cause? Um no. Eh? No, tell eh? me. Tell you me. You don't know. No. Hmm. If you are treating people if you are in a position of power and you are treating people with disdain and contempt, hmm. it, 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 it will make people to revolt. Those are the things that will result in in, 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 in that kind of thing that we just doing the exercise. It can it can it can make people to come for you. People people can decide to attack you personally. I think you understand what I mean. I see. In fact, somebody needs to talk to, to that guy. If you're in a person of on, on, if you're in a person of authority and you are treating people with utmost disdain and contempt, people in fact people people might be hiding against you and they're ready to 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 do anything. Those are the things that caught that caught terrorism. I'm telling you. Thank you. All right. Thank you for calling us. Uh, you're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. So far, we've told you about uh, the president's spokesman, Femi Adesino, coming under fire from a lot of you in May 2020. That's because we're taking a look back at 2020 one month at a time. And today we're talking about the month of May. He appeared on the morning crossfire with Sheriff Quadri. You should listen to that show, by the way. It starts every day at 5 a.m. and ends at 9 a.m. 
Bam and then Jimmy Disu takes over and then Colin Stecker takes over and then all the way to Sandra. But yeah, uh, he appeared on the Morning Crossfire and you asked him why President Buhari doesn't do more media chats and he answered the way you just heard him answer uh, and a lot of you were not thrilled. Now, Adesino said that there's no pleasing Nigerians. He said he believes the president has spoken to Nigerians enough. What more do you want? Now we're in December and the question of the president's public speeches and addresses still comes up. So NSAS protest, the president spoke twice. Nigerians said, oh, it's okay, it's fine. Other Nigerians said, uh-uh, broadcast speeches are not enough. Presidents should have held press conferences or media chats so that questions can be asked about certain things. Same with COVID-19. And then I told you that Abacha sent us some money from the grave and uh, foreign countries said, we're going to give you this money on the condition that... 99.3 Nigeria Info will be right back. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Your number one station for talk. Let's talk. It's hard facts. Lagos, you're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. I am Sandra Ezekwasili. It's 5.34 and we're reviewing the year 2020, one month at a time. And today is the turn of April. I've brought you Abacha's loot. I've brought you Adeshino's comments. Let me bring you more stories about trust because essentially that's what Abacha's story, Abacha's loot story is about. Ultimately, your opinion depends on whether you believe Nigerian politicians in general can be trusted uh, with the Commonwealth. And that depends on why they go into politics to begin with, isn't it? What's their motivation, right? In May, one particular politician told us what the reason was that made politicians join politics. I didn't join politics because I wanted to be a leader or because I wanted to solve Nigeria's problems. I joined because of unemployment. That's a quote from Ruchi Amechi, the transport minister. And that's our third story, our final story. Amechi said that in an interview with a punch. Now, remember this. <clears throat> Amechi has been in government nonstop for the last 20 years. First, eight years as Speaker in the River State House of Assembly, then eight years as Governor of the State, and then, for the last five years, Transport Minister. So you could very easily say that Amechi is one of the most successful politicians of the Fourth Republic. Anything we are seeing in this country, good or bad, a man like Amechi has a big role in it. And here he is saying... He didn't enter politics to solve your problems. He entered because walk no day. I brought you that story in May and again this story generated a lot of buzz. There was a big debate about whether or not politics is just a job and whether it was a calling or whether it was a vocation. Should people go into politics uh, um, see because it's a, another job, the people who go into it should they be going into it uh, because they see it as another job, just another way to pay their bills? Some of you at the time said yes, yes. 
Some of you said you want people to see it as a job and see it as a job that they must do well to pay their bills. And some of you said no. Some of you said governance requires people who are selfless, who are ready to put the good of the public above their own personal interests. So it's not just a job. And I really enjoyed that debate back in May. And I want us to keep it going because it's really a debate about um, the kind of governance that you want. Do you think Amechi's comments were proper? Do you think they were not proper? Do you agree that politics is just a job? Uh, do you think it's just a way to avoid uh, um, unemployment? Or do you think that it should be a calling? 0700-993-993-993. Share your thoughts via Facebook as well. Facebook's Nigeria Info 99.3. We're streaming live. You can also share your thoughts via WhatsApp 080-959-75805. WhatsApp again. 080-959-75805. OVA is in Lekki. OVA, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sandra. Compliment of the season. Same to you. Sandra, when I'm, uh, when, uh, uh, what's this, as Femi Adishino mm. granted that interview that morning on Nigeria Info, I was listening. Okay. And uh, my first reaction, Sandra, was that I was afraid. Let me tell you the first thing that came, the first person that came to my mind, even though it was in the morning, you were the first person that came to my mind. Okay. <laughs> and my thoughts were, you know, because uh, the way you handle issues, very uh, impassioned, very forthright and all that. Thank you. I, I just wondered for a while, mm. and then someone like uh, uh, Sheriff also, that if if people like you mm-hmm. were to tomorrow be in the corridors of power also. Mm-hmm. What will we get from you people? And this is the reason why that thought came to my mind. Mm. I used to read Femi Adishino when I was younger, some years back. Okay. And uh, in the Sun newspapers, uh, he used to have this column on the back page. Yes, yes. And Femi Adishino so, so intelligently, so, you know, so impassionately dissected issues and you just saw somebody who had answers at his fingertips, yeah. you know, yeah. somebody who was brilliant in his uh, in his expressions and all of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, reading Femi Additional was something I looked forward to. There was this other guy also, Wazoo, I've forgotten if the full name now, you know, both of them. I, I know that they were saying, I think the other guy was Jimba or something. Let me not go into all of that anyways. Okay. But you know, yeah, so when I, when I, when I, when I uh, just oppose that semi-additional to the semi-additional who spoke on Nigeria Info that morning, mm. it makes me afraid that what really, what really, what, who really are we? And what actually are the issues we are contending with? Is it a matter of when people to the government, they are the best of people if the journalists are the Oh no, why is your connection crapping out over here? No. And and that was right when you were gonna hit the nail on the head. Ah, if you can, please call us back, Ovi. You're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. The studio number is 0700-993-993-993. Is politics a job? Just a job? A way to avoid unemployment? Or do you think it should be a calling? Taiwo is in Ikorodu. Hello, Taiwo. Yeah. Concerning the topic, that guy is a joker. Yeah. Which guy? I just you know I don't know what to do. Okay. Brian, Brian, 
Okay. If you're going to call, at least be um, um, respectful and cordial with your comments, all right? Let's not uh, descend into anarchy. 99.3. Hello? 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 Okay. 99.3. Hello, Sandra. This is Ambrose once again. Hello, Ambrose again. Yes, Rotimi uh, Amechi. I'm sure he didn't tell the people of River State when let's even assume that um, he got in through the court in his first term. Did he tell the people of Rivers that um, he was into politics because he had no job? I think uh, everyone knows that the first law of man is survivor. So there is nothing wrong if you get into politics, but it is not for you to enrich yourself. And it is not, because when you have that kind of mindset, you're definitely not going to, you know, do well. And that's why most of them, from speaker, they become governor, from governor, they become senators or ministers, and all their life, they have no investment. So I, I, I think uh, what Amiti has said for me, mm. I, I don't think a politician, you know, but that's the average mentality of the the mentality of the average politicians. You know, they are jobbers. They are political jobbers. They are not there, you know, to, to govern. I mean, you can be a governor and then you can also, you know, deliver, you know, democracy, dividends of democracy to the people. So I, I think um, 2023, mm. Nigerians should wake up. That's all I want to say. I don't think we have learned any lessons. But I hope so. All right. Thank you very much for calling us. Also, in May, we had a very heart-wrenching story on the Big Three. I wonder if you remember this story. Um, Our second story is um, one that is uh, a sad one from Gowon Estate here in Lagos. A 22-year-old woman has turned herself in for drowning her 21-month-old daughter. Fumi Lola Adisa lived with her sister and her daughter, Lu Anifemi, but on Monday, she drowned the toddler in a bucket. She then went to the police to report herself. She confessed, and she gave reasons for her actions. She said she killed her daughter out of frustration. According to her, a classmate in a jam lesson impregnated her but denied the baby. She wanted to abort the baby, but her parents refused. She passed jam. She got admission, but she could not start university because of the pregnancy. So she lost her admission. After the child was born, she wanted to give her up to an orphanage, but again, family pressured her to keep the baby. Neither her nor her sister were working. According to Atisa, she felt trapped and she decided that the only way to free herself was to kill the baby. Awful story. Just just heartbreaking. And it led to a very heartfelt, very nuanced conversation about postpartum depression. A lot of you called in to tell your stories or the stories of your wives, the stories of your mothers, the stories of your sisters, the stories of other women in your lives. And we ended up talking about it some more a week later. Do you remember? Yes. Uh, I have uh, this kind of issue before with one of my brother wives. Okay. In her own, it's like 
But you went to the hospital. Uh, what did the hospital say? The, the, the psychiatrist did not tell us anything. Then ah. those studies, the mental disorder, and then give her medicine, some medicine. We take some medicine for 12 hours. Okay. 6,000, 7,000, the other one, 12,000. Then we're just sending us on. And if they give the injection, no, mm. immediately they give the injection, she mm-hmm. will be like a dirty person. Okay. She will not disturb anybody again. When she still wake up for some hour, mm. she say, God, I, I am weak. I'm weak. Where is my baby? Oh. Where is my baby? Oh. Then after the drugs mm. go out of her body, she will suddenly behaving. So by special grace of God now, they have a five children with my senior brother, and she's okay, and she's doing well. Oh. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? My name is Moses, calling from Ikeja. Moses, good to have you on the show. How are you? I was me to remember that day when I was at school. Okay. For the woman, for the woman have uh, two children. For the day, it's all mine here that is worrying her. Okay. So sometimes... When the craze will start, you will see that you carry the children, you trade them off, you play rough play, visit them. Everything that is here, noticing it, you cannot, you, you will try to hold the woman, you will not agree. So through that, you now try and separate the children from the woman. One day, and I hear that the woman ran away. Today, they did not see the woman. So a lot of you agreed that women were going through uh, uh, postpartum depression and uh, they needed help. Women who are going through that uh, need help from mental health professionals. You, you can actually listen to uh, that conversation on our podcast, Hard Facts with Sandra Ezekwasi. This is something that the pandemic and the lockdown really exposed, right? But the problem, of course, is supply. We simply don't have enough mental health professionals and the few that we have are moving abroad. Do you remember that story? Do you know any mothers who struggled with depression after having their child? What do you think Nigeria should be doing to improve the supply of mental health services? Do you even consider mental health important? 
0700-993-993-993. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. A lot of stories to pick from and talk about from the month of May. If I haven't touched on the story that you believe was the biggest one for that month, you can still raise it as well. Again, it's 0700-993-993-993. Share your thoughts via WhatsApp 080-959-75805. Hello. Thanks for calling us. Hello. What's your name? Yeah, good evening. Good evening. My name is Gideon. I'm calling from Pesta. Good to have you on the show. Go ahead. Yes, please. I want to talk about the additional story. Yes, please. Go ahead. Yes. Um, what I feel uh, what I feel is um, additional is a very... I don't know how to explain. I don't want to be... I don't want to condescend you now. Thank you. It's a very, very brash. Let me say brash. Let me use brash. Okay. Because I don't think he knows the office he holds. Because it's supposed, it's meant to be a an avenue for us to speak or hear from the president. And you come online, you come on TV on air with so much arrogance. To me, it's doing a service to the government, and it's because our president is someone that. Uh, if you if he appoints you, he doesn't sack, he doesn't sack, he doesn't suspend, he just let you do what you want to do. So it's just a silly shit. Now for the the last story, mm. the about the mental health. Mm-hmm. I really do I believe in my own opinion mm-hmm. most times people are just people just don't have money, <laughs> to be honest. Okay. Because if if someone is okay, doing well, because Nigeria, to be honest, there's a lot of things we are dealing with. So I think let me say sixty percent of mental health issues now in Nigeria is financial. I see. So that's my own submission. All right. Thank you for calling to share that. A lot of people uh, in developed countries with more money than Nigerians will look at that. Uh, will look at this conversation and say, "Eh, what is this man talking about?" Ninety nine point three. Hello. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. We'll take one more call and I'll bring you more stories as well because we're out of time and I hope that we can get through all the stories for the month of May. Hello. Hello, good evening. Good evening, what's your name? Okay, my name is Rotimi. I'm calling from um, Ojota. Welcome, Rotimi. So, um, as someone who works in mental health, I was laughing at the last statement. Um, <laughs> the ignorance is loud. Mm. Um, and the truth is, yes, for quite a number of people, they think that money solves all the problems until you meet multi-millionaires who are suicidal and have depression. And I've had it for years. Mm. And the truth is, there's just something about mental health that has nothing to do with your pocket size and things like that. Yeah. So people should just understand and be a little bit more empathetic. Yeah. Because I've heard this said many times. That look, don't worry, give him one million, it will stop feeling sad. Mm. And truth is, there's a difference between sad and depression. They're not the same thing. And quite a number of people conflict the two. Yeah. But the issue on the story of the postpartum depression mm-hmm. and the... Um, the living of many mental health care um, professionals and practitioners is a major, major problem. Yeah. And the truth is, with a pandemic like COVID and with a second wave, we're going to have more cases and we need as many people as we can get. So 
um, I think we need to do more in terms of training other people to become mental health advocates because for us to say that only mental health professionals can start to offer mental health care, mm. we will never have enough. I mean, we have less than 200 psychiatrists for 200 million Nigerians. Right. So it just doesn't make sense that right. we're going to have right. enough. Right. So I think we need to do more and government needs to do more. And we all just need to get more educated about what mental health issues are. Thank you very much. Thank you, Rutimi, for calling us. Another big story in Lagos in the month of May was the government uh, showing down, you know, having that uh, showdown with couriers, dispatch riders. Remember, basically, after the ban on Okadas for carrying passengers, a lot of the riders switched to logistics and uh, carrying parcels. And, of course, that business was booming during the lockdown because people still needed to move things, even if they couldn't move. And then government started to crack down. And we talked to some logistics operators at the time, as well as customers and the uh, government, and we heard from you. And for a lot of you at that time, the question was whether these dispatch riders could not be um, regularized without disrupting the economy. Because suddenly, because of the lockdown, Lagos needed a lot of delivery people. And at the same time, you suddenly have a lot of bike riders. So perhaps there could be a way to make sure that all these businesses get operating licenses without getting them off the streets. And then there were complaints about the cost of the licenses. And the question was, should government not reduce those prices for the sake of the pandemic? So 2020 was packed, man. So many stories. I didn't even tell you about Abu Madagascar. A lot of you dragged me about Abu Madagascar. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not Abu Madagascar. I mean, it's... Um, it had a name, Madagascar's COVID medicine. I don't even remember the name right now because I've called it Madagascar so many times. So that's the name for the for that medicine in my head. But um, I'm glad we've all seen where things have happened with that particular um, COVID-19 quote-unquote vaccine. It's like I always say on this show, it's hard facts, not hard opinions. And you can listen again on any of your streaming platforms. I am back tomorrow at three with the glass ceiling. We'll do a review of the biggest stories on the glass ceiling tomorrow as well. Sandra Ezekwesli on social media. Have a good evening.